Welcome to Passion Life Church. Amen. Come on, how many of you sense his presence already, man? It's so good. We're so glad that you're here. I'm telling you today, you are in for a treat today. You know, our good friend, Rex Crane, who is just, I, I like to say about Rex, he shows us what next level living looks like all the time. I love him. And he's like, you have to connect with Pastor Tracy Armstrong. He's like, man, he, he's, he's incredible. So we got a chance to just start chatting and talking. And uh, I went to a couple church services that he was preaching in. And he's uh, doing some, some work out in Victorville. And are you still going to purchase that, that TV? He's purchasing a TV station in Victorville so we can get some good Christian programming and giving people a platform that are artists. And I love that because we need that. And, uh, and he pastors out in Bellevue, Seattle. It's called Citadel Church. Did I pronounced that correctly. And they've got multiple campuses. And, uh, but above all that, I love his heart for the local church and heart for people today. And uh, so if you would, let's give Pastor Tracy Armstrong an incredible, incredible round of applause and a great Passion Life Church. Welcome. Come on, Pastor Tracy. Come on, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. How many of you feel happy today? Are you happy? Are you a little bit happy? You're kind of happy? Some of you are just still working on it, huh? Did you have your coffee? I'm from Starbucks area. So a lot of people in my area in Seattle, they don't get happy until they have their Starbucks coffee. We're going to have a great time this morning. I'm so privileged to be here with you at Passion Life. How many of you love a church whose name is Passion Life? It's telling you just completely where you're headed and what this whole thing is about. How many of you know it's about having a passionate life? a life after God. And how many of you uh, would say you feel loved coming into this place? I did. This is my first time walking in, my first time meeting Pastor Valerie and, and, and Gavin. Gavin's awesome. I think I'm going to arm wrestle him a little bit later and see where we get. But Gavin's awesome. And, and of course, meeting Pastor Phil. He's a, a dynamic man of God. Loves the Lord, loves you, loves the church. Isn't that wonderful? Now, listen, as someone who, who travels enough there's a lot of people who are, who are tired and worn out, and I see there's a lot of life in your pastors, and that's really good. This is going to be a good day. I believe that we're going to have a breakthrough. How many of you believe God has a breakthrough for you? Amen. Now, now if, you can, if you can't tell yet, I'm a participational minister, meaning I ask a question, and then I look for the response, right? I'm, I grew up in, in, as a Muslim and Seventh-day Adventist. My mom is a Muslim, and my grandmother was a Seventh-day Adventist. I went between those two worlds, and that's a quite an interesting conflict. But when I got touched by God, something sparked inside of me. I came so full and so full of life that I can't help but be passionate, and I believe that that's where we are. You can have a seat. I'm going to pray as you're seated. Father, we thank you for what you have in this place. We thank you for the joy of the Lord that is our strength. We thank you for the grace that you have delivered to this house and to this place to expand and build your kingdom in Marietta. We thank you, Father, that your work is, is powerful and yet passionate and global, not only local, but global. And we thank you that the kingdom of God has, is a, a bigger picture for passion life. 
and for Marietta. I thank you, Father, that you're going to release healing today. People are going to be set free. They're going to be healed. They're going to be prophetic words that give direction and guidance. We thank you for those that are watching online, that they're going to be touched and ministered to, that there's going to be a great power of increase that comes to everyone today in the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of you, I think it's very powerful to, have, to be in a series called I Can Do Hard Things. Is that it? I can do hard things. How many of you feel like you can do hard things after what, five weeks, six weeks, something like that? You can approach something that's hard and do well. Now, the hard thing is really important because a lot of people see hard things and they have this term. They say it's impossible. Hard is not impossible. Hard is not impossible, but because hard is related to something that is literally hard. How many of you ever slipped and bumped your head? Okay, so some of you don't want to admit. How many of you, okay, this is, I, did, I did this a couple weeks ago when we were in San Diego. I was walking in, out, of the, out of the church service, and I was going to the back room. And, you know, normally I just walk through that, that area, and there's a, there's a doorway, there, but the door is always open. The door is always open. And so I, I usually just come walk around there, and I walk through, and they turn off the lights because everyone's leaving. And I walk right into a glass panel. Straight with my face. Straight, straight. Come on, somebody. Just straight. No, like, brace. No, like, hesitation. No sensation that there's something there. I walk straight. Oh, you guys don't want to talk about this. I walk straight with my nose crinkled up like this, my lips all to the side, face. And, they, and, I, and I go upstairs, and I said, I didn't realize that your doors were completely glass. So when you close the door in the dark, guess what happens to a guest preacher? Yeah, okay, so I ran into hard things. I've experienced hard, and whenever you experience something that's hard, you say, I don't want to ever do hard again, because hard hurts. And so now when I walk past it, I'm like, very cautious. And when you've ever hit something hard, you start to walk in life as, as if something is is going, to make, is going to hit you and catch you off guard again. And so when you're not used to hitting hard things and breaking through hard things, then you are apprehensive in life. Apprehension is the, is, is the byproduct of experiencing hard things. Apprehension, hesitation. And I today want to break off apprehension and hesitation off of your life so that you can get into a realm of doing hard things and know that hard things are for you to do. They're for you as the church to do. There is no one more powerful on the earth than the church. The kingdom of God, the Christian, the believer, you are the most powerful force there is in the earth. And when God has put you in the church, in a church, Passion Life Church, he put you in a church to be in a region to do hard things, to not go. He didn't send his people to easy things. God never did, never did. He sends his people to hard things, and then he gives them promises that they will overcome the hard thing because they're with him. There's nothing more hard than being a Christian in a secular environment. But God has empowered us with the Holy Spirit. Say amen with me. One more time. Say amen with me. God has empowered us with the Holy Spirit so that we can be someone who will show up when the hard things show up. God's not looking for people who are going to run. God's looking for people who are going to be like Goliath and David, where David ran to Goliath, and he stood in front of the hard thing that everyone else was afraid to address. I'm telling you today, online, you're going to address hard things in this season. You're going to address things that are difficult. You're going to make difficult decisions. 
Decision-making is one of the most difficult things you can do in life. How many of you would agree with that? Decision-making, the decisions that you've made in the past, you are the product of those decisions. Where you live right now, how you live, how much you make, how much you don't make, how, how physically healthy you are, are all based upon the decisions that you made last season. If you make decisions today, you change the way you make decisions today, it will change the way you live in five years. You make a new decision today. Well, I don't want to make a new decision. Then you really like the way that you live. It's okay because pastor told me I can be myself today. So I'm just going to talk to you the way I would talk to my church. Is that all right? All right, so it may come across a little. But I, I, I want you to know I'm believing something. God showed me something about this church in this area, and he's looking for a kind of believer that will rise up and make it happen. It's not going to happen because you want it to happen or you wish it to happen. You have to be a person who says, I can do hard things. I was, I was, on, I was uh, on my way to the hotel last night. I didn't eat. And so I was like, man, I, I need to eat something. I normally try to eat primarily, uh, you know, uh, Plant, plant-based, but sometimes I get an In-N-Out. Oh, you guys don't hear me. In-N-Out is a, is a temptation. And I, walk, I drive into In-N-Out last night, and the parking lot in Marietta is full of young people. Full of young people. And I'm like, this is a, this is a youth, youth ministry, young adults haven right here. It's full. I mean, the parking lot, they're just hanging out. They're just eating. They're everywhere just hanging out, eating. And I'm thinking, this is the move of God in Marietta right here. It's young people, young adults, young people. You know you really don't have anything to do if the best thing you can come up with is hanging out at In-N-Out. You eat at In-N-Out, and then you get on doing something fun. Okay, you guys don't like that. I'm, I'm not picking on your region. I'm just saying there is a harvest right there. How many of you would recognize there's a harvest of young people here? You drive in here and you see all the young sportsters that are coming around. There's a harvest of youth and young adults right here in this region, and they're ready to be reaped. I want to talk to you today about on the wings of egos. On the wings of egos. One thing I found out about God is God is looking to work with people who are not afraid to allow their ego to get in the way. I'm going to mess with you a little bit. This is a, one of the taboo Christian words is we don't have an ego. But I want you to know God wants to work with your ego. <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain that. I was, I was at the dinner table talking to my wife, and my, my wife and I, we were talking about how, uh, how Abraham and Lot were having conflict and how they were having conflict in, in, and uh, that, that Abraham said, listen, I don't want to have conflict with you. Having a relationship with you is so important. I don't want to have conflict with you. It's better for us to split, and you can pick whatever land. Look out there, Lot, and pick whatever land you want. Pick the whatever it is. And Lot looked and picked the most green area, the greenest area of all of the territory that Abraham and Lot were working in, and Lot picked that area. And Abraham took what, what, whatever was left, and that's, that's an ego that I will succeed anywhere you put me. And as my, as my son was listening to our conversation, is, 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 he said, that's like Icarus. And I said, what is Icarus? Who's Icarus? I think I've heard it before. Icarus is a story, is a, is a, is a mythology, a legend. And it's, it's about a, 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 a father who was put into a, a labyrinth, and he had to work for the king. And he was put in this labyrinth, and, 
in this labyrinth, he was in the control and in, uh, under a dictatorship of this king. But this was an incredible inventor. So what he decided is we're going to make uh, wings to get out of this control. We're going to fly higher than our circumstance. And so what he decided is he's going to take the wax from candle and, and all of these pigeon feathers that he's found, and he put and made these wings for him and his son, Icarus. And as they were about to take off, he said, now listen, son, when we take off here, I don't want you to go so low that you are going to get close to the water, because if you get close to the water, the water, the, the water will rise into the wings, and it will cause the wings to fall apart and, and break apart, and, and you, will, you will drown. And he says, and I don't want you to climb too high that you would climb so high that you would get close to the sun and that the wax would get melted by the sun. I want you just to be in the middle. So the sun jumps off as, as he's flying out and he jumps off. And, and as he's flying, people are recognizing, look at what's happening. These, these people can fly. They're flying, and they're flying from, for them, they're just escaping. But people on the ground are saying, look at them, that must be a god. And as he's flying, Icarus is saying, well, this is awesome. People are recognizing my gift and my power. They're recognizing me, and so he starts to fly higher. And he starts to fly higher, and he gets close to the sun. And, of course, just like his father said, it is a uh, design flaw that the wax melts, and he falls to his death. And you may think, well, that's a horrible story. But this is, the, this is the thing I want you to get. We hear stories like this all the time. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown. And Jill came tumbling after. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you that this life is about you being mediocre, someone else can rise above you. But God doesn't want you to be mediocre. He wants you to rise higher. He wants you to be stronger. He wants you to be closer. And if you rise to the sun, God is the sun, and you can get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and closer to him. Don't you dare take on this mediocre mindset to stay low or to stay in the middle or to stay, stay away from the hill. Don't go up the hill, y'all, because the hill, you know, this slippery hill. You don't slip down the hill, you're going to break your tail. How many of you know it's important that you know that God wants you to rise higher? I saw this article. Um, you can put it up if you have it. It's DJ Kelly. And he, he said this, he said this in, in this article. He says, I work, it's, it's, little, it's actually a little tweet. I work every day. I have, I have to. I have my family to take care of. My mom, I have to take care of my mom, my dad, my whole fam depends, depend on me. So I am going even harder. I, when I read that, I was, I, was, I was conflicted. When I read that, I was conflicted because I realized that there's a power with taking care of your family. But the thing that bothered me, and if I can be completely honest, was the, the, the I'm, a, I'm, I'm an author. I've written 12 books, and I is a lot of you. I, I. I, I was always told, say we. Don't say I. And then I realized, but it's really up to I. Okay. And when, you're, when, you, when you start to include yourself in the we, and you never bring your best I to the table, you get caught up in the mediocre because you're relying on someone else to be the I that's going to set the pace. But maybe you're the one that's going to set the pace. Maybe you're the one that's called, is this too much for you? 
Maybe you're the one that's called to set the pace and set the pattern. And I realize there's something about a generation. If you're going to break through, if you're going to break through and you're going to break through on the behalf of someone else, you've got to show up. They didn't hire... They didn't hire all the greatest basketball players or all the greatest football players or the greatest team sport players because they were great team players only. If you're a great team player and you don't bring your person, you, to the table, it's not going to be helpful to the team. Bring you to this church. Well, there's a lot of people working. They have great media, incredible. No, bring you. Bring your eye to the church. You say, well, what are you saying? You haven't given me a scripture yet. Let me give it to you. This is a scripture that says in Philippians, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Someone say, I can. I can do all things. Now, this is important that you get this because the the Greek word that's used there is the word ego. I can is the word ego. God's saying, bring your ego to me and I will strengthen you to do whatever I believe you can do. If you don't bring your person, you to the table, and you're waiting for someone else, America needs people who are gifted, who are talented, who are going to bring their person to the table and say, God, use me. Do it through me. Manifest it through me. If I had an amen, it would be amazing in this room. Do it through me, God. I'm not just going to watch my nation go to Part, fall apart, do it through me. Is there anyone you feel this? This is Passion Life Church. Okay. I want you to know when you say, I can do all things, you're bringing your passion. You don't have the strength for it because God's going to give you the strength, but you have your passion. And God wants to work with people who say, I can. I said, God, I'm really tired of this narcissistic young generation, he says, no, don't you dare take away their eye. I've been waiting for a generation that has an eye in them. I can only get done what I need to do in the earth through their eye. I can. I can. God wants you to bring your I can. How many of you know you're good at something? Okay. I want you to be honest and know and, and just be honest with yourself. I work with people the reason Rex and I, we've, I've known Rex from the time he came out of, he, he, he stepped out of, uh, out of uh, baseball. He wasn't yet in the ministry, just getting ready to start in ministry. And he used to come to my house. We used to have prayer meetings, and I used to take him, and we used to evangelize on the street. The key is, is that Rex has always had an I can. The reason God can make him someone who is going to change the world and is changing the world is because he brings his talent to God and said, God, use me. Whatever I have in me, whatever there is in me, use me. Amen? I want you to know that God wants you to bring your talent to him. There's young people that are running out there bringing their talent to everything else, but if you bring your talent to him, he can strengthen it to be further, more than you ever imagined. I do a Hollywood Bible study, just just buried someone that was in Hollywood. Over the last six months, we buried five people who are famous people in Hollywood. And they have always done their I can on their own, but they come to, they don't go to church, but they come to this Hollywood Bible study that I do with these, these producers. And when they come, they find out that God's interested in their talent. God's interested in their ability. God's interested in what they can do and what they can accomplish. And they, they don't have to do it without God. I'm telling you, you're dreaming of something, and I want you to hear today. You don't have to do it without God. Let God be a part of it. Let God be in it. Let God be a part of your, your future. Let God be a part of your victory. 
Let God be someone that's celebrating that you're going to the next level. One of these gentlemen, he was, he was, he was just, he said, all I want is my plaque. My, I want, I want my, my number one. I want my number, I want my plaque that says I'm number one. Number one album, number, number one EP. I want that. He kept saying that. The week before he died, he got his number one. It hit. It hit, and at his funeral, they're presenting his number one plaque. I want you to know we can live for a moment, but we can live for a lifetime. You can live for something bigger, and if you live and God will work with you, if that's all you want, then you'll get that. But I, I think there's more life in this room. Sickness can't kill you if there's more life in you. Disease can't kill you if there's more life in you. I want you to know you have to have the I can inside of you. I can do all things. I can do all things. First Timothy 4 says this, meditate on these things. Give yourself. Say yourself. Guess what that word is? It's also the same word. Give your ego completely to it. God doesn't want to give you a promise that you don't give your ego to. Your ego is yourself. That's what the word means. Myself, me, I. When you say, I can do all things, my ego can do all things, we've turned the word around and we said, oh, he's egotistical. No, there's an unhealthy ego, but God wants you to be, bring your, e, your eye to it. He is a co-laborer. He's not a soul laborer. God is not going to do it all on his own. He's looking for a believer that says, I have something to add. I have something to bring to this earth. I have something to do in this place. I have something to accomplish before I'm done. I have something to get done. I'm not here by accident. I'm not here just to get through. I'm here to make something happen, and I'm co-laboring with God. I bring my eye to you, God, and you give me the can-do all things. He says, 1 Timothy 4, 15, he says, meditate on these things. What things? God has a promise over your life. God has a promise over your life. He has a prophetic word for you. He has something that he's speaking to you. And when he's speaking to you, when you whether it's a dream or whether someone has prophesied over you or, or whether it's God has is, is shown you in his word, however that word, that promise comes to you, when that promise comes to you, the Bible says that you have to do something. You have to meditate. Meditate. on Revolve it in your mind is the word. Think about it. Roll it around. Don't let it just be there. Roll it around. Look at it at every dimension. At every dimension, look at it. What does it look like if I do this? What does it look like if I do this? What does it look like if I'm up here? I love seeing the, 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 the team up here worshiping, leading you into a place of presence. One day they all said, I can do that. One day they all said, I can do that. The drummer said, I can play the drums. The guitar said, I can play the guitar. They said, I can sing. That I can is what God's looking for you to meditate on. What can you do that will change the world? There's something in you that's so valuable that God's waiting for you to say, I can do it. Jesus responded to God's passion. God said this, if I could just have someone go into the earth for me. And Jesus steps out of the darkness. You see it in the Old Testament. He says, here I am. What is he doing? He's taking his eye and he's saying, here I am, God. Send me. Is there anyone in this room you would say, here I am, God. Send me. Send me, God. Send me into the marketplace. Send me into government. Send me into politics. Send me. 
Send me into Hollywood. Send me into medicine. Send me, oh God. God's not looking for everyone just to be in the church. God's looking to send some people that have an I can help people. I can change lives. I can transform lives. I can do all things that are set before me if God's going to strengthen me to do it. He says, meditate on this. Well, I'm waiting for it to happen. Let me ask you something. Are you meditating on it happening? I've been working on a streaming channel for, for seven years, building it, finding young creatives. I originally started it because I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to activate independent filmmakers. And last year, 2020, when, when we had our, our year of, of challenge, the Lord said, I want you to buy a station. I said, I don't know how to buy a station. He says, I didn't ask you if you know how. He asked you, can you? And I said, yes, I can. I can. And he's been working out the rest ever since. Come on, if you just bring it, I can. He works out the rest. And I'm going tomorrow to try to figure out how we can make sure that signal gets down to Mariana, gets down to everywhere we can go, so that we can actually have an I can manifesting right here in this region. God spoke to me about this region. He said, Tracy, there's a river under Marietta. And I said, Lord, that means that there's a lot of life under the desert. And you want to spring. You want to pop that thing. Come on, somebody. And I'm looking. I'm here to show. I showed up because I wanted to partner with the church. That said, yes, we can do it. If there's a river under here, let the river flow. But it takes a church that says, I can do it. I can do. He says, meditate. And he says, give yourself entirely to them. To what? The prophecies. You've got to give yourself to the prophecies. You've got to give yourself to what God says. You have to give yourself entirely to the dream. Give yourself entirely to the dream. Don't hold back on it. Don't hesitate. Don't be apprehensive. Don't wonder if it's for someone else and not for you. Stop all of that. Stop it. Icarus, fly higher. Give yourself completely to it. Go, God, I am going to fly as high as I can, but if you want me to go higher, you've got to give me strength for it. I'm going to give myself to it. Oh, you know, just, you know, just calm down. You just are so much into yourself and just, uh, yeah, but I'm not into myself to be into myself. I'm into myself because I want to help someone else. That's not, a, that's a different kind of ego. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not just me taking selfies. It's someone making a plan for your vision to come to pass. How many of you think that your vision and who you are is connected to someone else's breakthrough? You can change lives. And what this region needs is a move of God of people saying, I can change lives. I can change lives. When I walk out of here, I'm a life changer. When I go to work, I change lives. I save lives. I help people. I transform lives. People are going to be different because they encounter me. Oh, that sounds so arrogant. No, it's not. The reason you're put on the ground on this earth is so that you can change lives. God called you his son, his daughter, his co-laborer. Man, I want you to have this as a church. And he says that your progress, someone say with me, that my progress, that my progress may be evident to all. God doesn't want you to hide your growth. So the first time you step out, you may not be good at it. But you brought your I can. I can do this. Oh, but you're not very good at it, but I can do it. 
yeah, but you're not very good. But I can do it. I know I can because I'm showing up. You're showing up is an I can. Showing up and greeting. I, you know, walk in and someone says, welcome home. I'm like, I'm glad to be home. Welcome home. They're in the holding. The, that's showing up. That, that, that young lady, she's bringing her I can to the house of God. And the house of God is the only answer. That's the kingdom of God right there. The genius back there with media is back there doing his work. And I see all of this media and I see all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, come on. Someone's bringing their I can instead of just doing it out there for the arena. They're doing it right here in the house of God. That's bringing your I can. Is this all right that I get a little bit pastoral in ministry? How much more time do I have? Because I have a lot to talk about. Okay. I want you to see this. I want you to know that God is saying he wants you to... He wants you to show the evidence that you're growing every single day. Don't hold back that you aren't ready yet. Well, I'm not very good at it, so I'll wait until I'm really good to get it done. No, no one does anything that's not worthy of doing it wrong first. Do it wrong first. Then learn what you don't know. Well, I'll get really good at it. No, do it wrong first. If it's worth, if it's worth being getting done, it's worth doing it wrong just to learn what you need to do. I wish I had someone that said amen to that one. I want to give you permission to move out and do what God has put in your heart. What is yourself up to? I like asking young people, first thing I ask, I say, what are you into? Ah, I like this. Well, I, that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear what you think. I want them to tell me, and they always tell me what they are into. I t- adults, they don't tell me what they're really into. It's the young people that I get the truth from. They're like, I want to do this. I want to be the best in the world at Fortnite. <laughs> I want you to get this because young people are honest about themselves. If you could understand that God wants you to bring yourself to the table. Now, this doesn't sound like a Christian message. This is really, uh, really, uh, hmm. is he a mythologist? No, I'm a believer that says, you know what? When I read the scriptures, I see that God wants me to do something more for him. And he's looking for someone that will partner with him. And he's looking for you to grow in such a way that other people are going, my goodness, you've changed. You've grown. If people never see you grow, that means you're never changing. And he says, give yourself entirely to it, to them, to prophecies, that your progress, not your end result, that your progress Say that with me. Progress. That your progress may be evidence. That means when we step into this TV channel, I'm going tomorrow, I'm looking at how we can improve it. I step in. I already know how we can improve it, but I need people to see our progress. One week it has this, this kind of sound, and the next week the sound's better. One week it has this, and, it, and the next week it's better. This, this program, and the next week it's better. Because God wants progress. Let me give you one more scripture and I'll start to close off. I'm kind of shortcutting this message because I just felt, I felt a lot of energy towards this and I want to spend some time ministering. And I want to give you the scripture, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he says, said to them, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made Perfect in weakness. My strength is made perfect. So that tells me that grace is associated to my strength level. My my level of embracing grace is going to determine how much strength comes to me. 
if I, if I am walking into something and I'm completely good at it, then I don't need as much grace as I do when I'm walking into something and I'm not completely good at it. When I walk into something that I'm not completely good at it, when I step into it, that that moment, grace starts to make its way to me and God builds a sufficiency inside of me and makes the difference of where I'm lacking. Where I start here, but I really need to be here. Grace fills up the rest. How many of you want that kind of grace that makes you strong enough to do what you've been dreaming of? That kind of grace that gives you the power to do what you've been hoping for. It's not about you being it, but you have to bring your eye. It's not about you being strong enough, but you have to bring, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it, God. And then the enemy comes and says, no, you can't. And you go, oh, maybe I can't. The family members say, well, you know, are you sure you can do this? Do you know what you're doing? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I start to agree with those things instead of just staying with the one thing. I can do it. I don't know how. I'm not strong enough. But I can do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a mind shift that just says, I can do it. We are always judging what we can do based upon what we already have reference for. Your references don't, don't, don't help here because God's going to ask you to do something that's impossible. How many of you are ready for God to ask you to do something that's impossible? You know what this series is all about. It's not about doing just hard things. It's about doing the impossible thing. It's about doing what's absolutely impossible. You know what that word impossible means? That word impossible means the thing that I don't have enough strength for. I'm not strong enough for it. That's what literally, look up the word impossible in the Greek. It means I'm not strong enough for it. But I'm here to tell you that if you have an I can, God can make you strong enough for everything. For everything that's in front of you. For every obstacle. For every pain. For every circumstance. God can give you an I can. And that I can, you have an I can. You bring your I can. And it makes you strong in the moment. Bring yours. God wants to do it for you. He wants to do it with you. God wants to do it through you. I'm going to leave you with that. I can. This scripture, let's continue reading that scripture for one moment. I want you to see this. It's very powerful. It says, and my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. You know why God asks you to do hard things, impossible things? It's because we don't know our weakness until you start doing something challenging. Until you do something challenging, you don't know you're not good at it. So God's not asking you to do what you're good at. He's always asking you to do what you don't know, what you don't understand, what you're not good at, what you've never could fulfill on your own. He's, he's asking you to be in a progress, progress with him. Will you come and join me in this? Bring your I can, bring yourself, and let's progress together. Let's grow together in this. And when you, when you decide you can do it, I'm going to strengthen you, and I'm going to make sure that your weakness has power. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon you. If you don't feel, if you don't recognize that you're infirmed or that you're weak, that you don't have the strength, that you don't have the power, then the power of Christ can't come upon you. But when you recognize, God, I, I came, I showed up, I said I can do it, The moment I showed up, I I, I was like, Lord, I tried it. I tried to push it. I couldn't push it. I tried to lift it. I couldn't lift it. I tried to say it. I couldn't say it. I couldn't move it. 
then all of a sudden the power of God comes upon you because you now recognize what you cannot do. When you recognize what you cannot do, don't lose your I can't. Don't lose your I can't. Don't start saying I can't. Stay, I can do this. I can progress into this. I can grow into this. I can become and develop in this. I can, I can be stronger in this. And when you do that, the power of Christ will rest upon you. He'll rest upon you. In Beethoven's fifth, there was a, this thing, a, something called a, a fermata. A fermata is a, you'll see, you, you, maybe you have it. You'll, it's a little, it's a, it's a musical symbol. It's a fermata. And you'll see in the, in the Beethoven's fifth, you see all of these other things. You come to the, the, the fermata on the top, and, and it says, at that space, you play everything exact until you get to that spot. At that spot where the fermata is, it's for a musician to have their spontaneous flow. So in the Beethoven's fifth, you'll never have a Beethoven's fifth exactly the same because every artist is supposed to bring their I can to it. Even if it's designed by a master, the master should always create a place for that person who's displaying it, who's growing in it, who's manifesting in it, to bring their I can to it. Can I tell you that this life that God has created for us has created a fermata in the middle of it, that if you don't play what you are, if you don't manifest who you are, then it sounds the same. But when you bring yourself to it, when you bring your gift to it, when you bring your talent to it, when you bring your I can to it, it sounds different. Even though it's the same tune, it sounds different because you've added your flair to it. You've added your design to it. I love that Beethoven did that because he's saying no one, not once, should this sound exactly the same. And that's what his masterpiece is. I want you to know God's masterpiece is that no one's life should sound the same, even though the same musical artist is creating, the same master is creating it. You have something to bring to the table. Bring your fermata. Play the way you would play it. And I could just see those that are on the violin and those that are on the, on the harp or whatever they're doing. I could just see them getting them. They were looking for that fermata there. Boom, boom, boom. And then they get to that. They're waiting, just waiting for that fermata. Come on, just waiting. And then they're boom, boom, boom. And then there's another fermata coming. And they're just, I want you to look for those moments where God says, now it's your turn. Now it's for you. I'm going to give you strength. All of that between the formata is strength, 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 strength. But when it comes to you, bring your I can. Show up with your ego. Show up with yourself. Don't pretend to be someone else. It's amazing how many of us in this earth are pretending to be someone else. We're watching someone else's how-to videos so that we can purposely copy them and intentionally manifest something instead of bringing ourselves. It's okay if you have a little bit of structure, which is like a Beethoven's fifth, but somewhere there must be your DNA. It's got to have your smell to it. Come on, it's got to have your taste to it. It's got to be your extra. All you cooks, you know what I'm talking about. You go to All's Recipe, and you go, and then at the end, you grab that little pinch of something that's just in your little cabinet. Come on, that little extra Jamaican sauce, whatever it is. That PDPD, why do you just drop a little bit of that in there? And the next you know, hmm, it was good, but now it's really good. 
Can I tell you, add your spice to what's going on here, right here in this house? Add your spice to it. Passion, passion life can't be what it's called to be if you keep yourself from it. If you just come as a consumer, you come as someone that's just watching and paying attention. I get a good word. I get a good worship. My kids are happy here. But there's something about you. There's something in you. There's something spicy. There's a formata in your life. If you bring it to the table, it will change the table. It will change the texture of the food. It will change everything. Show up with it. Manifest your best. Amen? I activate in you the I can do all things. Not just hard things. We know we're hitting hard things. But the Bible in that hard things is telling us, you got, every, you got all of this. Every hard thing that's going to show up, you can do it. Every hard thing that manifests itself, you've got it. Well, how, do I, how, do I, how do I manifest the power that's needed for the hard thing? Recognize where you're weak, but never get rid of your I can. Never let your I can become an I can't. Just stay away from I can't. I can't is the most dangerous thing and it keeps the world in devastation and destruction. If you don't bring your I can, someone else that has less values than you will bring theirs. And I don't want to leave my world and my kids, my future for my kids up to someone else's I can that has a, 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 a destructive belief system. How many of you are with me on that? I don't want to leave this world and in, in be in this world to someone else's choices because they simply have an I can with a bad value. I want us all to bring our value system to the table. Amen? Right now, someone's lower back is being healed. You walked in with pain in your lower back. Is there anyone you're feeling lower back pain? Just wave your hand. I can, anyone feeling lower back pain? Uh, ma'am, would you stand up? Would you stand up just right where you are? What is your name? Marianne? Thank you for Marianne, Lord. We thank you for your hand and your blessing upon her. We thank you, Father. Marianne, God's given you the power to push boundaries, to push limits off, to destroy the works of the devil. And, and the works of the devil are, uh, sometimes they come across like it's a simple, uh, I keep seeing this image of a puppy. Like a puppy, you know, the works of the devil is like a puppy. It's first not um, um, vicious. But the longer it grows, it could become a vicious dog. It has a potential. And God says, you're going to start recognizing things that the enemy is trying to implant in your region, in your territory. And you're going to have strength in the power of seeing and viewing and saying, that's going to get out of my house now. And you're not going to allow it to grow. You're not going to allow it to grow up into something that's going to become vicious, that's untrained and unlearned. God is going to give you the power to bring about change. And I release to you this gift of change. You're a change agent. And I release to you that also the power of God. I don't only feel uh, that there's... um, something going on in that lower back, but there's either in you or your, is this your husband next to you? Is there a neck tension in either of you? Neck tension as well? That You have that as well? Okay, so the Lord is also healing the neck tension. I just see that on you, that the power of God is touching you from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. And God says, um, don't be afraid to ask him for hard things. 
Don't be afraid to ask him for the most difficult things. Don't hesitate. He's removing hesitation out of your life right now. He's removing hesitation. He's even been talking to you over the last three weeks of, of making a new move because this new move is a new standard. And God says this new standard is, is, is for you. And, and you should expect the breakthrough. You should expect the breakthrough. Uh, for the Lord says this is harvest time for you. This is the harvest season. And in this harvest season, hard things are going to come across very easy. And people are going to start asking you, how did you do that? How did you do that? How did you do that? How, how do you do that? And then God's going to say, I need you to start teaching people how to do what comes easy to you and teach them. Because God's releasing you to anointing of a teacher. That anointing of a teacher is coming upon you. And, um, and so the, the, the frustrations are unwinding right now. You've been kind of twisted up in a frustration, not knowing exactly what steps to take. But God's removing the frustration from you. And you'll feel right now from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, there goes your neck tension is gone and your back is gone. And your back is there, but the back is healed. Thank, I mean, you know, I'm so glad that her back doesn't go away, but it's there. Will you test your neck and your back and let me know how you feel? For the past, for the past years? Chiropractor? Yeah. So the Lord told me about that. So that means he wants to heal it. He's better than chiropractor. Chiropractors, we are th- thankful for what they can do. You stop going and you're waiting for heaven. So I want you to just take it right now for, and take, check your back and tell me if there's any. Was there pain earlier? Is there pain now? There's no pain now. That's what I want to know. How about in the neck? Is there pain now? No pain? No pain anywhere? Come on, move it around. Stretch it. Come on, do the... Hokey pokey. Well, that's from when you were skating. I went skating a few weeks ago. Skating. I'm like, oh my goodness, can I still do this? It was wobbly at first. You feel good? You can, you can scratch your back. You cracked it. Good. But no pain? No discomfort? Come on. God did it right there. That's wonderful. Hallelujah. There's someone you've been having uh, pressure, pressure behind the eyes. It's a tension. could be from sinuses, but there's a pressure. It's like you're being uh, just pushed against your eyes. Where are you at? I feel like there's, I know, that, I know there's someone here. And just, you feel like there's been some pressure. That's you back there, ma'am? Okay. What's your name? Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Jackie, there's also pelvic, uh, something going on in the pelvic, lower pelvic. Like when you bend or something there, that's being healed. God's releasing life to you. Um, I just see debts. I see three major debts that are just going to fly away like little birds, like little birds just going away. I release the power of God on you that you're going to be, uh, God's going to work and progress with you to be completely debt-free. Be debt-free. God wants to take care of some things. There's been some challenges that have come across, some, some, some income that has gone away. But God's saying now income is going to increase. He's going to do what you can't do. You just bring your I can and watch him do it. Um, and there's someone in your life, in your family, that's been having some chest pains, some chest pains. Do you know who that is? Okay. Is what? Dear friend. Okay. That dear friend, um, we release salvation to them and we release healing to them. God's releasing salvation and healing to them. And I just feel like the pressure of God is just released. That pressure of God is a, God's putting his finger on it and he's causing their chest that pain. Um, it's not only heart, but it's circulation. It's, it's, 
It's um, it's oxygen. It's it's kind of a, a moving thing. But God's releasing healing. You'll find that there's going to be a freedom. You pray with her. Pray with her. Go and pray with her, and then you'll see God release His healing virtue to you. And um, one more thing, I see and I see three children. And I see like there's a number two over one of them, and God is bringing them to the kingdom of God, and God is ministering to them. I don't know if this is a grandchild or or family or your your child your child, but God's releasing life to. I see a number two over them, and I see the hand of God on them and the favor of God on them. Does that make sense to you at all? Amen. Amen. Blessings. Blessings. Let's see what else we have. Amen. God wants to do prophetic stuff. We have about 10 minutes. You guys ready? Can we stand up for a second? Just thank you, Lord. I'm just going to call out several things. Someone's been having problems in your intestines. Uh, it's just been really lots of trouble in your intestines. It's just wave your hand. It's digestive problems. Thank you. Digestive problems. I anyone? I, well, I, I know it's true, but anyone? Thank you. you be healed as well. Mar- Maria? Is that is it? Mary? Yeah. Marianne? God bless you, Marianne. You're going to be completely healed from all of those things. How many of you have something you want God to touch right now? You want healing? Just go and lift your hands. We have a few minutes. Everyone just lift your hands. If you want healing, you want to be touched by God. How many of you would say, I want to hear from the Lord. I have a prophetic word that I want to hear from God. Well, just lift your hands. God doesn't need me per se to speak to you. How many of you, it's new to hear about prophetic and prophecy and healing? It's, it's new. Okay, good. Well, this, it's, it's, it's not wizardry or anything. It's just God speaks to people. God wants to release his healing. I feel like there's something, there's a river under Marietta. There's a river of life and power under Marietta. And God wants to, uh, he wants to bring streams in the desert. He wants to have a geyser in this area of revival. Powerful move of God. Amen. Whatever, whether you want to hear from the Lord, you need answers. Or whether you want to be healed, just lift your hand and I'm going to pray and we're going to ask God to do his work right now. He's really good at it. He's better than I am. I just show up with my I can and he does the rest. Amen. Ma'am, can I, I'm just going to stretch my hand out towards you. We're going to, we're going to ask God to heal your lungs. Amen. Hallelujah. What is, what is the diagnosis? COPD. Father, we thank you, Lord. I've seen COPD healed so many times. So we thank you, Lord, right now in her lungs. We take away all restriction. We release freedom. Ah, there it is. You're so good. Just love on her, God. Love on her and just release your healing virtue. Release your strength. Give her her, her strength back. She's witty. She's vibrant in her, in her mind. She's, she has so much more that, to do and she thinks of. And now her body is, is, is trying to hold her back. So we say be healed in your body so that you can accomplish and do the things that God has called you to do. You can be healed. You can be healed. You can be healed. We call C- COPD to leave you in the name of Jesus. And we call healing from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Now from this day forward, Lord,
Lord, let us watch her progress. Let her progress into strength. Let her progress into health. Let her progress even changing the dimension of oxygen she takes in. Every day we're going to notice there's a lack of need for the, for the oxygen tank until she progresses completely out of it. We thank you for their complete healing. We pray in this room for healing and online we pray for healing. We declare in the name of Jesus, let your healing virtue move throughout this room. We thank you for diabetes is being healed. We release healing to diabetes. Diabetes is being healed right now. We thank you, Father. Cancer, we command cancer to leave you and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. Here in this room or online, we command your ears to hearing, ears ringing in the ears and and muffled hearing. We command your ears to open in Jesus' name. We release the power of the Holy Spirit now. We thank you for it, God. We thank you, Father, for greater, greater work. Let your work happen. Let your work happen. Give strength to your people. Strength to your people. Make them strong for this next season. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Someone, you have TMJ, you grind your teeth at night. It causes problems with your teeth, causes problems in your jaw. We release healing to you now. That popping stops. We thank you, Father. Again, we, we speak to the irritable bowels, intestinal issues. We release healing to you right now in Jesus' name. There's someone, you've been having migraine headaches. Where are you at? You've been having tension and migraine headaches. Wave your hand. Thank you, sir. What's your name? Josh, is that every day or how often? Every day? You have one now? All right, we're going to see that go. We thank you for Josh. We thank you for Josh. We thank you, Lord, right now. Josh, I just see, I see you in a, um, you know, like an all-terrain vehicle, something that just moves over everything, just goes over everything, just drives over everything. And the Lord is going to move you from, from uh, through obstacles. You're going to climb a mountain in the spirit. You're going to go to your next level in the spirit and God's going to give you greater level of influence. Get ready for influence. Um, you, you, are, you are ready to, to step into another level of the game. I hear the Lord saying there's, a, there's the game, another level of the game, and God's going to bring you into that, that next level. And I just see the wind of God just coming through your body from, from here, from the stage, through your body, through your head, and that headache... <laughs> goes away. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that the migraine headache goes. You're adjusting his, um, thank you. You're adjusting his, his, his gallbladder. You're adjusting his gallbladder and you're releasing life even to uh, his, what his appetites are going to be for eating. I just release a strength to you in the name of Jesus. And you're going to start to feel that headache. Just kind of, it's going to feel like it's draining like it's draining, that migraine is going to feel like it's draining where it's no longer pushing against and building pressure up. Tell me if you have any change at all in your, in your, how do you feel? It's all gone. Does it normally go like that? Does it normally go away like that? No? And it's all gone now? Come on, let's give the Lord a big clap and a shout for that. Thank you, Father. God says the game, the game is, is increasing for you. You've been looking at doing something and I even think that there's going to be some real estate and some opportunities that are going to come your way that you're going to just move in some in investment stuff. I release the blessing of God on you in Jesus' name that everything you touch, your hands bring increase to it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, how, I love how the Lord just is easy for a healing to happen. And I'm just standing with you, Mom. I'm standing with you for complete, absolute healing. I saw that every day you're going to have more and more energy, more and more strength. 
There's things that are in your heart to still do and still accomplish. There's family that you want to be in part of raising, and, and your time is not done. And you're not, going to, you're not going to wither away in this. God's going to give you strength. So I, want, I see you literally, um, there's specific things that you, you have, you own certain seasons of the year, and there's certain things that you do with your family, for your family, and God doesn't want that to go away. He wants you to be strong on those things and carry it out for generation because you're establishing, you and your husband are establishing uh, the, the healthy traditions in your family, healthy traditions in your family that are going to carry on, but your work is not done. God wants more of the family to embrace your values, and so God's going to go and what'd you say? That's why you're here. And that's why he's going to continue to help you breathe. And so you're not going to, I'm, I'm believing with you. And I say in the name of Jesus, you're not going to need that, that, that tank and that God's going to give you your breath so that you both can establish the values for the next generation, the next generation, next generation to come. And when it's your time to progress into heaven, you'll be ready. You go, it's done. I see it in you. Carry on the good work. The legacy is established. That's why you're here. There's a legacy that God's building, and it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be a good thing. Amen. And I see, I see, um, I see, I see this. God's going to send you both on a nice cruise. It's going to be on a nice cruise, a nice, enjoyable vacation. He wants to go to Hawaii. Okay, so I saw this. Do you want to cruise to Hawaii or you want to fly? What do you want to do? You don't want to fly? I see a cruise. I see a nice cruise going on a vacation. And so get ready. I don't know if you already have the plans for it. You, he accepts it. But this is what I saw. You take it. Take that. And when you're on it, give me a postcard. Take a picture. Send a selfie to me. And let me see you on the cruise going to Hawaii because you'll be healthy without, without oxygen going to Hawaii having a good time. Amen. You guys believe in the word of the Lord? Amen. I want to pray one more prayer for anyone that has never given their hearts to Jesus. With your head bowed and your eyes closed, there, there is something more important than a, than a migraine leaving, but when you have the migraine, it leaves. That's the most beautiful thing. The most important miracle we can have online or in this room is salvation. The most important thing, what I saw last night when I walked, in, when I walked into in and out man, my heart just... My heart broke for the unsaved, the unsaved young people in this area. And I just literally just, it just my heart just broke for it. There's, there's, a, there's a need for salvation. There's a need for people to give their hearts to the Lord. We're in a season where, where it's extremely important that we are right with God. If you're here in this room, I just want you just for a moment, with absolute respect, just your head bowed and your eyes closed. I know our kids are coming in. I want to do this quickly. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you want to make that decision today, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you that Jesus would come into your heart. He wants to forgive you of all of your sins. He wants to heal you of your background. He wants to heal you of all those things. But most important, he wants to live with you and be your Lord. He wants to help you in life. He wants to strengthen you when you're weak. He wants to make sure that heaven is your eternal home and that you are free from the fear of going to hell. Hell's a real place. I want you to know that hell's a real place, but God doesn't want you to go there. It's not designed for you. It's not designed for any human. It's designed for the devil and his, his demons. And there's one way you can avoid it is by simply saying, Jesus, come into my heart, my Lord and Savior. With your head bowed, I'm going to ask everyone to pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Forgive me of all of my sins. Today, I make a decision that I'm yours and you are mine. Forgive me 
of my past. Give me a new future and I will live for you. I will live a passionate life for you. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In Jesus' name. One more thing. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I can be strong. If you said that prayer, you are now a believer, a born-again believer, a Christian, someone who is saved, someone who's ready for the new life that God has for you. If you're online, tell someone online. Let them know. Write it in there and let us know that you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come on, let's give the Lord a big clap and a shout today. Come on, let's give him a great round of applause. Would you be seated for just, just one moment? Just one moment. You know, um, we've been blessed today. How many of you say you've been blessed today? And uh, here's what I'd like to do. You know, Pastor Tracy talked about bringing I can today. Bringing your I can. And I think it would be appropriate today. I personally want our church to be a part of what he's doing in Victorville. And so we want to take up an offering today. And we're going to bless him because we were blessed. We're going to put up the giving options today. And you can text PLC Marietta to 77977. And there's just a little tab that you click on there. It says guest speaker. Because I, I just want to let you know something. I think we don't realize how we store up treasures in heaven. I want to tell you. Today me and my wife are giving into this. Because as he goes tomorrow, gets this TV station... And they begin streaming and lives are touched. Guess what happens? When you have given into it, it's going to bless your life. And one day you're going to get to heaven and you're going to have treasures up there because you invested in something that was eternal. See, listen, not anybody, anybody in this room today can own a TV station. But here's what you can do. You can be invested in what God is doing through Pastor Tracy. Right? And we do that by the giving. We can pray, but you know what? It takes money, right, Pastor Tracy? It takes money. And we hear a lot of Christian people, well, I just don't like those Christian movies. They're just not made so well. You know, I, I don't know. They just, they just don't look so good. You know, all, all this stuff. Can I just tell you something? Let's put our money where our mouth is and let, let, let's make a, a, a gift today to Pastor Tracy. Again, you can uh, text PLC Marietta on your phone to 77977 and just click the tab guest speaker and everything that we give today we're giving him a check one check uh, to him and uh, we're believing in this and we're hoping that we can see it on our tv at, at some point as well and so we're really excited about that also you can go to passionlifechurch.com if you like press the giving uh, if you'd like to send a check you can do that as well the address is there and uh, all the giving information is there as well so I just want to just take a moment because I really believe right now the Holy Spirit is speaking to you today. This is the kingdom of God coming to our nation, our city, and our world. And you know what? We are going to help the kingdom of God expand in our area by giving financially today. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. Lord, we pray that your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, right here in Marietta, Wildemar, Temecula, Father God, Lake Elsinore, Menifee. Lord, as this area is rapidly growing, 
Father, we need different ma- difference makers. We need people to bring their I can, as Pastor Tracy said. Father, and you have anointed us for this moment. You have anointed us for this hour, Father God. And Lord, we pray right now. Come on, let's just extend our hands over Pastor Tracy. Father, we just thank you right now for what you're doing in him. Father, the scripture so vividly continues to come up in my spirit that no eye has seen and no ear has heard what God has in store for those that love him. And Father, we pray right now for something that has never been seen before, Lord, that you, O God, our creator, would work inside of Tracy and those connected with him, the network. Lord, I pray the network that he needs of people, Father, that they would come in alignment, Father, with this. Lord, that you are even now today speaking to people, Father, setting it up, making the crooked way straight, perfecting that which concerns him in the name of Jesus. And may it be a testimony, Father, to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. So this Lord, your kingdom would push back the darkness in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord one more good, great round of applause. Did you enjoy Pastor Tracy? Man, thanks for coming, Pastor. Thanks. It was amazing, amazing. Listen, we love you. We are going to, we actually have two more in this series. I can do hard things. I, I felt like I have two more that we need to really talk about next week and, and the following week. Invite some people. Thanks for watching online. Listen, share this video. If you're watching today on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, follow Pastor Tracy on social media. And uh, God bless you. We're so glad that you're here. Listen, Passion Life Church, you are dismissed miss today. Go say hi to Pastor Tracy before you leave and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you were encouraged and uplifted by today's message. For more information about Passion Life Church, visit us online at passionlifechurch.com.